0: Welcome to the North Seattle College Parent Education Podcast and thank you for being here because this podcast is designed just for you. We know that parenting takes a village and we're here to help. Tune in while you're working, driving, even cooking and we'll provide you with valuable information each episode to support you as a parent. North Seattle Cooperative Preschools are held at 12 different locations for ages infant to five years, plus a kindergarten class, online classes and other community sites. And remember, we're always enrolling. Thanks for tuning in today. And now
1: here's your host, Tanya Hino. Hi, welcome. And it's a great honor to introduce Barry Peralta. She's an amazing therapist, a parent coach, and she promotes anti-bias and trauma healing. She comes from an approach of neurodevelopmental and children's learning and behavior. Uh, She's an incredible person that works in uh, domestic violence shelters and is a parent educator at North Seattle College. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, Thank you so much for coming and talking to us about connection. Please tell us how we can best connect with our children during these difficult times.
0: Oh gosh, there's so many different ways. There's as many different ways to connect with your children as there are parents. I mean, there's so many different parenting styles and personalities and just even the intention to want to connect and to, um, you know, want to be present and the faith in the moment that connection will happen without being it being forced or without it being contrived, without you having to plan every single moment of your child's day, but just trusting in the brain's natural proclivity to connect. That's what the brain always wants to do. So. It's not something that we necessarily have to force.
1: A lot of parents feel like they have to have, you know, read all these books or had all these parenting classes or be perfect parents to be able to connect to your children.
0: I think that the main thing about that, what you just said is that a lot of us didn't have a lot of connection with our own parents. So we haven't had good models of you know, what it's supposed to look like. What I really focus on isn't just connecting with your kids. It's connecting with your kids when you're in conflict. And that is especially challenging for us because we really don't have models for that. And again, it just takes a lot of trust that everything's actually okay. Conflict is a natural part of life. It's actually important for development to have conflict. The more conflict that we have, the more familiar we get with How to be in conflict.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And you know, we we get triggered by our past when we're in conflict, by past hurts. Yes. So, just to be familiar with what those past hurts are and what kinds of things trigger us, and to understand that what's happening now is not as serious as our brains are making it out to be, it's actually very natural and fine to be in conflict and to make it light and fun. You know it doesn't you know if you're fighting with your child about eating a meal it doesn't have to be so serious
1: yeah
0: <laughs> it can be light it's like so what know, are
1: some examples that that can keep us connected when we're in conflict
0: one example is that idea of nothing serious is going on here having so fun keeping, yeah keeping that in mind this isn't serious yeah. we're just having a where it was serious for me when um i was five years old In my family, because everybody was making it serious back then, but it doesn't have to be serious now.
1: You say food; it's a big topic for a lot of parents. The food. Uh, I remember hearing story of my grandfather slamming the table because we didn't have our shoulders off the table, or we were not eating properly. Elbows. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, yes, not not (laughs) shoulders. Well, shoulders will be worse than elbows for sure, but the elbows it was a big issue and you know yeah. kids forget you know, because they're on the moment right
0: children learn best through play so if you have a standard that children shouldn't or people should not have their elbows on the table no problem you can have that standard it doesn't have to be you being yelling and slamming your fist on the table it can be up ah! Caught
1: your elbows <laughs> on the table again! Get them up, Get them off! Get them off! You know, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a fun thing. What will happen, maybe, Because right now, we're our anxiety levels are much higher in a lot of parents, especially when you're thinking you know, to paying your rent or your mortgage or the bills. Uh, when jobs are not stable right now because of COVID nineteen, or you know, or the stress of catching this COVID nineteen, how do you stay fun? and and very flexible
0: you have to to keep reminding yourself about what's really important because if you feel like you're not going to be able to pay the rent there's plenty of families in that situation right now right and they are in homeless shelters and they're still together they can still enjoy each other right You know, what's really important? Yes, getting a really good meal to your family is important. It's like, go to the worst case scenario in your mind. Go there so that, because you're really afraid of something that's probably not going to happen. Correct. That is dominating your emotions. So go there and imagine yourself there and see yourself in the worst case scenario and still okay, still with your family, still Focus on what's important and visualize that experience of homelessness or whatever it is you think about, and then see how would I want to be as a homeless person with my children? Would I be a person who wants to be screaming at my children and have this homelessness, (laughs) or do I want to see myself continue? You know, focusing on what's important, the presence and loving.
1: That reminds me of the the Italian movie beautiful life have you seen that Betty yes isn't that I mean that I mean I I recommend parents seeing that movie because (laughs) the holocaust right worst thing that can happen to a human being right Right. worst thing that can happen to your child and being and coming and not knowing if you're going to survive but this father kept it funny and and life life beautiful in the worst situation right yes and that's kind of the thing that we need to do is okay this is this is what it is. How worse can it be if our yeah, kid will put their kid their their elbows on the table seven times this week, right? How can we yeah. keep it light?
0: Thing is that when you think about really what you're worried about, you're just worried about not maintaining this standard of living. And if this standard of living is driving you like a slave driver, and you know making you depressed or anxious because you can't have this house, this. You know, this car, then reevaluate. <laughs> like it's, there are people who are living with a lower standard of living than you and still experiencing joy every day.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And
0: that's why we're here. It's for the joy, it's not really for that car and that amazing house.
1: Comparing ourselves to those parents, and we think that they all can afford it, right? Yeah. And, and that's, we don't know the case. They might be playing no. the act too, right? They might be playing the act of feeding Everybody's
0: in with those Joneses aren't they (laughs) right
1: right so yes so staying connected in conflict by being flexible and funny right what 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 what's another tool
0: being willing to give up your own point of view for a moment to consider your child's point of view you're afraid that if you consider it then you'll give in you trust yourself to understand and care without lowering your standards you can Hold on to your standards, your values of what it is that you want your child to be, what you're who you're raising your child to be. You hold that, but you can still understand. Yeah, you want the popsicle um before dinner.
1: Yeah,
0: I get it, and just sit with that for a little bit. Yeah, you know, sit with their point of view for a little bit. Don't give them a popsicle before dinner. Yeah, just sit with that feeling and that. That desire and understand it.
1: Hold that feeling and be real empathetic and just being there with your child.
0: Yeah, be present with that feeling. You know, we tend to want to rush over it, just solve the problem. You can't have it. And then we want to explain why you can't have it. And we want to go, we really want them to understand why they can't have it. Exactly. Their understanding, you know, is not available right now.
1: Exactly. Like
0: they just have this feeling, they don't need to understand it because they're not getting the popsicle anyway, so exactly. just relax. That's
1: the thing and that's why it's so dangerous to be in this pursuit of uh, happiness that's materialistic because we're not in the present and we have this tendency to always be happy and keep our, our children to be continuously happy. Mm-hmm. is like being a good parent and that's not true.
0: Exactly, right? That's the big myth that your job is to keep them happy.
1: That all the true. time and it's not true because that's not real life.
0: Yeah, and your job so- is to help them understand or your your job is to help them get through all the different kinds of times there are in the in the world. Like we have sad times and we have mad times and let's just really let the children experience the full range of emotion because that's what's healthy. And give them time exactly. to have those emotions. Don't rush them through them.
1: I'm sure you have heard, you know, uh helicopter parenting, and and now we have a new term called the more parenting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that reminds me of that, that parenting is messy. And it doesn't need to be clean all the time and and perfectly land and green. It can be spotted and it can be, you know, the uh, most outgrowing grass in our yard, but the kids are happy.
0: Yeah, it's gonna reflect life, it reflects life and life gets messy. And if you can just be there for that, give everything time. You know, most of, most conflict happens when you're rushing your child.
1: So create a space for your child to express those emotions during those times of conflict or we're rushing. And you can't
0: always do it. It's okay. You don't have to do everything perfect every time. Sometimes just pick them up, take your grab their shoes, stick them in the car seat, get in the car and go. If that's what you need to do, then that's what you need to do. Other times, take the time to listen.
1: And that's another point that you always make, Betty, and that's an important point that we need to uh, address here. So you say, you know, make it fun, be flexible, uh, so create a space and a uh for your child to experiment all the emotions and not and hold yourself from fixing them, right? Because it's not about fixing their emotions it, and giving uh, your standard of living It's about holding a space for them.
0: Listen to them and. Hold your own values in mind when you have them. There's something you want them to do. Identify what it is that you're valuing, that you want to steward for them, these values that you're stewarding for them. Hold that in your mind so that you can trust yourself not to give in. So if they really want that toy in the store and you don't want to get it, then remind yourself, well, the reason is because I want them to uh, learn delayed gratification. I want them to earn it or I want them to... um, Understand that they can't always have everything they want when they want it. Okay, so hold that in your mind, that reason, so that that holds your resolve while you're available to your child's feelings.
1: Messy means that your point of if you can't hold a space to listen to your child at the moment and you're going to put their shoes on the car seat, and does that look like the kid is going to be like, oh yeah, happy, joyful. No, it could be a noodle. It could be a screaming, you know, tantrum in the way to the car. It could be trying to bite or hit you. Uh, but it doesn't, doesn't make you a bad parent. It's just you don't have the time to hold space at the moment. It mm-hmm. doesn't make you a bad parent. Is that what you're saying? What, well, what I'm saying is that when
0: you get more not unsure of yourself about, like when they have a tantrum, sometimes we as parents start to wonder, Ooh, you know maybe i'll just give in because i don't want them to be unhappy or i don't want to squelch their personality or Uh you know and what they need is such as a parent who is strong in their convictions but who's still available to Mm. their point of view not someone who is ambivalent but someone's like yes i get how you feel and i'm gonna stick with this
1: correct as parents we're not our job to fix our kids, but to hold a space and stay, you know, in our ground, in our values. Mm Yes, to to stay true to ourselves and our values. Yeah, that's wonderful, Betty. So those three tools, what other tool you recommend for parents during these times or any time during conflicts that you recommend parents do?
0: Just to recognize that you're not always going to be in a great mood either you might you want your child to always be happy you're not always always going to be happy that sometimes things are going to get hard and have compassion for yourself that's a really important tool because that compassion for yourself extends to your children and everyone else so just understand all right I'm not really feeling up to doing all the things that you know my standard says I'm supposed to do as a parent and care about those feelings?
1: So important. Sometimes as a parent, many times I think, I have that feeling of packing my bag and running away. Oh my gosh, <laughs> can't do this anymore. You know, some t- that happened when my kids were three, you know, those amazing twos, amazing threes, when they're really showing their their personality and, and temperament, right? And, that, and then now as a teenager, they're back there again. And you just feel like packing your stuff. Does that make you a bad parent? Right? No.
0: Right? <laughs> but but you you know when you feel like that, extend your heart out to yourself and let yourself know. You know, some days I've got it. Some days I don't have it. That's how you know. There. What other job is so demanding and so all encompassing? That's one of the reasons why parenting is the most difficult job. It's like you always you don't get really a vacation from it
1: oh yes you're uh, French yeah definitely
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm reading that book uh, Raising Bebe right now I'm learning about away for two weeks every year from their
1: kids (laughs) oh gosh yes you like it
0: I love that book yeah I'm really enjoying it a lot it's so interesting
1: what book would you recommend for parents if it was just one book that you would recommend for parents to read if they have the time
0: Oh, my book has been my favorite book has been "Listen: Five Simple Tools to Meet Your Everyday Parenting Challenges."
1: Yes, I love that book. That's amazing. I just amazing. really love
0: that book. Yeah, I mean, it's not the only book. Sometimes that that's not the tool. Yeah, but th- those tools will take you far.
1: It's true because not only you don't have to read it from cover to cover. If you're in, I just want tools right now. And I want to know how to do this. You can just go through the book and look for that area or read a
0: blog of it too. You don't, you know, right. That's right. Yeah. To a podcast.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Betty. Anything else you want to add? Any, any words of wisdoms before we go?
0: You know, I just really want to say again, you're already doing it right. You're already doing well. Everything that you learn is just making it a little bit easier for you, but you're wonderful parents. You make mistakes, we all do, but compare yourself to the worst, not the best.
1: Oh yes, correct, oh (laughs) yes. That makes it much easier, correct. And usually the best is not always the best either, right? It's just everybody has a different family.
0: You're only seeing your family. You're not seeing all of everybody's struggles. You're seeing everybody put together and perfect when they're out in public.
1: Exactly, and you see the Facebook posts and you see those Instagram posts. (laughs) <laughs> Nobody puts any a screaming child yeah. while they're putting them in you the car not seat, alone. Right? No, yeah, we're
0: yeah. definitely not alone.
1: Thank you very much, Betty, for being here with us. We appreciate your time. Um For all of you that have, were here present with us, I also want to invite you to join us uh, on February twenty fifth. We will be having a pack lecture, sponsored by North Seattle Cooperative Preschools. And by an incredible, the Gunman Institute, Victory Heights Cooperative Preschools, and many other amazing sponsors. This talk will be Relationships Balancing Act, Me, We, Family, and COVID. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the North Seattle College Parent
0: Education Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Visit our website for more information and be sure to like us on Facebook and Instagram to learn more about our upcoming events. See you next time.